Okay, so here's the thing. Good morning. No, fuck that. Listen. <laughs> oh, this is Heckle and Chide. Hi. That's, that's Jess. And that's Shelby. Hello. See, we did it at the beginning. We're getting better. So, last episode, I kind of bashed the shit out of some guys. Well, like, men in general. Um, the male species. Yeah. But, here's the thing. I love them. I do. Okay, listen. Who the fuck else would I have, like, lift up my heavy shit? Right. Like, I don't want to do it. Or give us amazing massages. Yeah. The other night, Casey was, like, pulling my, like, pulling oh, the I points on my head and that. then, like, running his fingers on my scalp. That was amazing. Listen, guys, when you can do it for more than a minute straight, you're a keeper. Mm-hmm. No, but, like, <laughs> in all reality, like, I really, I don't have a problem with men. Like, I'm not some fucking psycho that runs around with a vagina strapped to my head. Oh, my so. god. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Like no. those freaking feminists downtown is like, mm-hmm. you're really going to wear a vagina as your freaking costume. Don't Good get, job. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm 100% like female empowerment and like whatever. But <clears throat> when, there's an extent. Well, yeah, but when you're running around with a vagina strapped to your head, that's embarrassing for me as a woman. Well, yeah. Because like, I don't think that's acceptable behavior. No, it's not. And you know what? I personally enjoy staying home and baking cookies. Same. Well, I like eating the cookies you bake, let's be honest. I don't like <laughs> Speaking baking. Speaking of which, I'm going to make some today. Down. Also, oh, that's cute. random life updates. Somebody left me home alone yesterday. Uh-oh. For like 15 minutes or so. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's fine because I chopped five inches off my hair. That's true. And let me just say, every female that I have spoken to has fucking, like, yeah, you go, girl, like, you look beautiful, slay, all this shit. Every fucking guy that has seen it has been like, I don't like it. What did you do? Why? It's too short. Why did you do that? And I'm like, listen, if you're not the one pulling it, relax. No shit. Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't, just chill. Um, I like it. I think it's gorgeous. I think it looks fine. Like, I like it. Um, don't get me wrong. Like, I like long hair. Right. But after this stupid bitch fucked my hair up. Oh my gosh, she fucked it up so bad. I had to fix it. And yes, I mean that wholeheartedly. She was a stupid bitch. And any woman out there who has gone to go get her hair cut and it has been fucking slaughtered will understand why I'm calling her names. Um, oh, and then yesterday... We decided to dye Jessica's hair, and everything was going great. Everything was going good. Then we put the shit on that this lady told her to get, and her hair looks Keep like Keep in mind, trash. I told the lady my hair is sensitive to bleach. And what does she give me? Not only the good bleach that was totally fine in my hair, but the fucking color had blonde in it that I didn't know about because I, I don't dye hair. But she apparently knew what she was talking about, and it fucked up my hair. It did. It had blonde undertones, and it, like fried yeah it fried my fucking hair the center portion of her hair i know it wasn't the bleach i've done her hair seven thousand times she has and even the part that got bleached twice the bottom part isn't fried it's not fried it doesn't even make sense it doesn't make sense anyway so hi welcome to our hair crisis <sighs> you guys jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit and i don't know i'm just irritated yeah well i'm more irritated that like all these guys have this opinion about my hair right like, again, if you're not the one pulling it or massaging just, it, back the fuck up. I just don't understand. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love long hair, but why is this such a problem? I don't know. Like, I don't like these fucking man buns y'all are running around no with. Shit. But here we are. I'm sorry, but some of you cannot pull off a man bun, so no. don't try. Some of them just look like douche donuts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there are not very many people that can pull it off. No. If you're not Viking, let it go. Seriously. Okay, guys. 
And if you or like are a rock hiking star. and you're thin as twig, you're probably the hunter-gatherer type. <laughs> or you're baking cookies. That's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so just a real quick, like, boost my ego moment because I have to fucking tell people this because I'm going to lose my mind. Jessica already knows. But, so I'm absolutely obsessed with an author. Her name's Karen Cole. Oh, yeah. Um, she writes amazing books, and yeah, there's a lot of sex in them, so just let it go. Let's get that off the table now. Um, Nothing wrong with that. No. Don't read it as a bedtime story to your children. For sure, don't do that. <laughs> um, anyways, they're fucking awesome. Like, the storyline behind them all, like, they're really, really cool. Anyways, so, obviously, like, I'm obsessed with the books, which obviously means I'm obsessed with the author. Well, she reached out to me and asked me to help give her some spell work and some spells, for Which a book that she's so working on. exciting. Yeah, and she wanted me to, like, write this spell and customize it to one of the characters. And I about lost my mind. I was literally jumping from, like, couch to couch. And Darwin and Casey were like, the fuck is wrong what with you? What are you on? No, I, for real. And then I was, like, shaking him. And I was like, it's so exciting. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, they just don't get it. And then I was like, look, it. it would be like one of your lifting idols or like one of the guys you love that hunts reaching out to you and being like hey will you write this up for me and he was like that'd be fucking cool i was like exactly i just show emotion better than you yeah (laughs) so like basically i'm fucking stoked out of my mind that spell work and spells that i've written are gonna be in a book i'm very excited and it's like by my favorite author so that's fine so that totally helps there's a vacuum there bruh move your chair forward so I don't want to catch that again. Apparently my son's always around for these podcasts. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to get judgment for that because we talk about murder. And you know th- what? Screw him. Oh, okay. So listen, we should have him come on as a guest. He should probably like tell a story. He'd I want to do the Russian sleep experiment. That one's terrifying. It you, is terrifying. You can cover that one if you want. Study it up. Study, study up on it. Um, okay. So mom award of the year. Anyway. Um, so for those of you that don't know, we're based in Utah. Utah. And <laughs> Good God. Um, anyways, so we have a film festival here every year called Sundance Film Festival. And I am trying my literal fucking ass off to get tickets because they are premiering or showing the Ted Bundy film. Which, holy with, shit. Yeah, with Zac Efron as Ted Bundy. Um, and I've been following the Instagram forever. I've been uh. following his... Like, I don't, this is going to sound rude. I don't necessarily care about his Instagram. I wanted to see what was going on with the Bundy stuff because, duh. Um, So, anyways, if anyone has any Sundance hookups, let a girl know. Because, like, fuck it for real. I just want to be in the audience when they premiere that show. I'm terrified it's not going to hit the big screen because it's such a fucked up movie. Well, with all the other fucked up shows around, like, it, why not? You know, like, why wouldn't it hit it? I think it's just because, like, it's. So it was real, like it's so real. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they're doing this, the the I think it, if I'm not mistaken, it's a female. Um, the way that they're going about this one is is terrifying. Is through the victim's perspective, or what? Uh, not necessarily, but they are showing a lot more of like one of the scenes that they showed a little clip of is like Ted Bunny running after a girl Ugh, and like throwing her down. So like it's definitely very real life. It's right. not. I don't know. I'm fucking excited to see it. I'm excited that the lady finally got the funding for it. I'm excited to see Zac Efron take on a role that serious because he's a really good actor. He's yeah, progressed he is. a lot. I'm excited over the to years. see how well he does with it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it's really, I'll have to show you a picture because the way they made him look, oh, Zach Efron, Zac yeah. Efron's a beautiful person just in general. Yeah. Um, I mean, his eyes alone could melt steel. Oh, my panties. <laughs> what? Your eyes is like 23, right? Zac Efron? Yeah. No, he's not. First off, I don't care. He's over the age limit. I say he's over 18. Um, no, he's not 23. He's my age. And I can still look like I'm in my 20s. Look at Thank him. You. Look at that. Fucking A. Yeah. He's, what's he's insane, looking. though? Well, but what's insane, though, is if you put a picture of him right there next to a Ted Bundy picture, like, they did fu- the hair. Yeah. The, they, they did a good job. Amazing on him. Um, I just want to go to, cause my husband was like, you just want to go cause Zac Efron. I'm like, I don't give no. two fucks if Zac Efron is sitting next to me. I want to see the movie. Right. So like, I want to see what happens. I mean, I know what happens, but I want to see it. I just want to see how they, how they accurate, how, yeah. How everything is like, you know, you know, you know, I do know. So anyway, that's where I'm at with life right now. Any hooter. Yeah. That would be fun. I want to go. I don't even have any. I just want to go. <laughs> so, um, should we get started? Oh, yeah, you're first, huh? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So, the story that I'm going to work on right now is called um, the Hoya Bashu Haunted Forest. The what? Hoya Bashu. Seems made up, but okay. No, it took me a minute to learn how to pronounce it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> She's like on Google Translate. I really was. <laughs> Um, anyways, it's referred to, locally, it's referred to the Bermuda Triangle of Romania and is the world's most haunted forest. So, which is kind of funny because I've never really heard of it before. I've heard of, like, the one in Japan and all the other ones, but this one I haven't really heard of. This is in Romania? Uh Uh-huh. It's in the heart of Transylvania. (gasps) Um, yes, yes. So it's got a timeless appearance. All I can say, blah, mm. blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, so there's been a lot of stories on the subject of the Hoya Bashu Forest. In order to find out um, how many steps have crossed in through the gates between worlds. Because apparently in this forest there are a lot of portals. Um, there's been a lot of paranormal activity in this forest. Um, some of them are in it, in it. You okay? Okay. Some of them are experienced that cause chills, according to them, to even the bravest of men. Um, researchers have had no choice but to resign from the idea um, that their questions rest without conclusion as to why the forest is so haunted. Like, there's so many people that have been tried, that have tried to do research on this forest. Okay, I just have to jump in real quick and just say something. Okay. So, like, just super fast. Sorry. I'm an asshole, I know. Um, so, very recently, I unfortunately lost somebody that I cared about to suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just got on our Instagram real quick, and the Semicolon Foundation has reached out to us. Oh, wow. And... We're talking a little bit about maybe working together. Wow. So I just wanted to say that real quick because just fuck suicide and that whole situation entirely. Right. Um, but yeah. So anyways, that's if really awesome. Mental health is a fucking thing, dude. Like, well, and I don't think it's all mental health. Like I personally think that 
there are demons out in that world. Oh, yeah. Out in this world who push people to suicide. Mm-hmm. Like, I fully and wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry, I just had to throw that in there. No, you're fine. That's really awesome. Like, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, so this forest has locally been famous, but it also became worldwide famous in 1968. Okay. Um, why? What the fuck happened in 1968? Well, there's this, we'll get to that, don't worry. Um, so everyone knew that once you adventure or venture into the woods, you could expect anything from hearing the trees whose rustling seems to come from like a different world mm-hmm. um, to being able to feel the fear that's in there to strange figures suddenly no. appearing in front of you. Um, and those who are foolish enough to venture into the forest, um, some of them come out crazy. Some of them don't come out at all. Jesus. So there's been villagers that are around the forest that they enter into the forest to cut wood or get grass for animals or pick berries and mushrooms or whatever. Uh-huh. And they've all experienced something I don't like terrifying. Um, they've found themselves unexplained or inexplicably caught up with nausea, anxiety, headaches, skin burns. Uh-huh. Um, for a long time, the, ba- the Bashu forest uh, is situated... Let's see. Um, just west of the Clusion Napoca, which is apparently a taboo location. People are so afraid of entering this place that they would believe that if they did, they themselves would fall into it under a heavy curse or uh. fall under a like demon or the evil Satan himself. Um, there was pioneering work done by uh, a biologist named Alexandru Sift between 1936 and 1993, so quite a long time. He was attracted to the forest um, by the stories that he heard, and in 1950, he undertook trips to the forest, observing every space between the trees, because it was said that there are a series of strange shadows um, there, and he would find himself being accompanied by them. So... What the fuck? Yeah, they would follow him. Um, He was brave enough to keep going and researching and all this stuff uh, even though all this shit was happening to him he kept going at it i don't like it i don't what a dumb bitch <laughs> yeah i'd be like no um so it continued through the 1960s and like i said till 1993 um there's been a lot of ufo activity in this forest um like in 1968 emil barnia he's a military technician um, disregarding the villagers request for him not to go into the forest, spent a weekend away from the stressful city. And along with him was his girlfriend at the time, uh, Zamfer mate and two other family friends who wished to remain anonymous. Um, who wished to remain anonymous? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. while he was in search of firewood, he suddenly found himself, cr- he suddenly found himself crying and hearing crying all around him. Um, uh, there it is. Okay. So at the meadow, along with his friends and uh, Emil and then his other two friends that he brought in, they saw something that looked like an, a UFO flying at low speed above the forest with an uttering, or without uttering a sound. So completely silent. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, this UFO sudden, suddenly began to glow and making unbelievable air maneuvers. And remember, this guy's in the military. Like, so he's seen shit. 
Um, after the strange glow, the UFO sped up and um, in a slightly oblique direction and completely disappeared. Kind of like it. Yeah. So he caught, he managed to capture the, the photo in three different frames. Or he, he got a photo of it in three different frames. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. It's I say that a lot. Jesus. <laughs> um, so it's said to, these photos are said to be the clearest images of UFO photographed in Romania um, and some of the best images in the world okay. that have ever been taken of UFO. I want to see them. Yeah, me too, dude. Um, what? Okay. <laughs> I'll show you the pictures. Um, let's see. After the photos were analyzed and filtered by the authorities, the pictures were taken um, and made public all over the world. So the, the photos had reached new standards during, during the year 1977 uh, when they were presented to an international congress, the International Congress of Acapulco. Um, yeah, so they literally made it all legit. Okay. So <clears throat> this forest continues to fascinate um, all people that try to visit it. And there's, like I said, there's a lot of people who try to go in it that don't make it very far. Um, just because of all the strange things that are happening in it. Um, they say that once you're inside, you feel extremely stressed out because you experience that things following you and things that are like poking out from behind the trees and shit like that. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of people who hear crying and um, just all sorts of things. Like you've heard of, uh, what are they called? Shadow people. No, okay. thank you. Yes, there's those in there. Apparently there are tours in the Hayobashu forest and but they only stick to a certain path and they don't go in very far um so let's see I don't I don't Mm-mm. so there are so these invisible like these shadow people or whatever are completely invisible to the eye but you know obviously you see like the shadows but they've there been a lot of people who have actually caught them on camera Oh my! Moving God. back and forth, and oh. could you imagine going to this forest, seeing all these beautiful trees, and all of a sudden things darting back and forth, like fucking creepy. Um, so there are also sudden appearance of marks in the land, the snow, or the grass directly under the eyes of the viewers, with no explanation. Um, like there are burn marks in the vegetation that where they don't know what happened. Like it didn't wasn't caused by a fire, like it was just. I don't know. It was it was burned in such a way that it didn't burn Look, like a fire. I don't trust any of this. Yeah. Um, so people who accidentally pass through these active zones, quote unquote, um, claim to have gotten skin burns, redness, <gasps> irritation, headaches, and feeling uh, amplified thirst. Okay, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. What? That just that just sounded like a fucking commercial for a new drug. <laughs> Side effects may be redness, irritation, <laughs> burning. <laughs> Fine. I'm just saying. Okay. In extreme cases, death. Yeah. <laughs> consult your doctor. Before, before wandering into the forest, please consult all doctors necessary. This includes your psychiatrist, your right. therapist, right. your weed doctor, whatever. Whoever you call a doctor, I guess. Your witch doctor. There you go. I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> okay, so they also have sightings in the skies. Like, a lot of people have sightings um, or report sightings of 
flying geometric forms such Dude, as pyramids. My mind is all over the place right now. You said sightings in the sky, correct? Yeah. Okay. And I went Rihanna with diamonds in the sky. No so shit. I, sightings in the sky. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> okay, sorry. Jesus Christ, Shelby, bring it in. You're fine. You're fine. I'm gonna. Okay. Oh fuck. Okay. What the? Sitting on the floor is uncomfortable. Uh, it wasn't until you got pregnant, so. That's okay. Anyways. Next time we'll lay on the couch. Okay, sounds good. So, um, these flying geometric forms come in the shape of pyramids, spheres, cylinders, cones, and cubes. And they're just flying around in the sky. They're literally just flying around in the sky. Hmm. Comforting. Yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> um, so another aspect worth mentioning is related to the states between gamma and beta radiation. So there's a lot of radiation in certain parts of the forest Jesus. where people have witnessed UFOs. Um... So have they witnessed UFOs, or are they fucking high on radiation? No, there's a lot of people... Is that that a thing? Probably not. Yeah, Yeah, it is, actually. Cool. A lot of people have witnessed these um, UFOs, but when they go do, like, the radiation uh, thermometers, whatever they call them, they find that where the the sightings have been, there's been very, very high high amounts of radiation, and there's no reason for it. I don't like it. And that's where also the burn marks come in, where it wasn't burned by fire. Um... Yeah. <laughs> so Kill it with fire. <laughs> so in 1993, a researcher named Adrian identified a particular area, which he called an active welfare par- paragraph three, because it seems to be the center of paranormal phenomena um, that has maximum activity in the heart of Transylvania. So in the very heart of the forest, there's this, like the highest amount of paranormal activity. I wonder if Dracula's castle is in the middle. Mm, I don't know. But that would be very interesting to find out. I would love to go see Dracula's castle. Did you know, like, I think it was two Halloweens ago, they were, you could go stay there the night. What? Listen, if I had the money, I would have been the fuck out of here. That would be so cool. Um, So, again, they're saying that the Hyobasha Forest is a gateway for interdimensional travel for for the spirits. Underlying, uh, Underlining the fact that the recently dead that have gone there can enter the physical side of planet Earth as well as the spiritual side. I don't like it. Um, yeah, it's... Apparently, on this episode, I don't fucking like anything. No, including men. <laughs> no, that was last episode. Oh, yeah. I don't have a You're problem tra- with guys. <laughs> Listen. It's okay. We do need guys. I, I didn't say that with much conviction, did I? No. <laughs> I will have to admit, there are some jobs and things out there that guys can do that women just can't. I don't care how fucking strong you are. I'm fun. I really don't hate guys. I don't I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I think you're still bothered with that dream. I am. I would be bothered too. Like, you're a fucking dick. Get out of here. I am. Well, for fuck's sake. Three like, times. For I live, reals. I have Casey and I live with your brother. So, like. Oh, yeah. That's true. Right? You got a double whammy. I just want to, like, bounce their heads off the kitchen counter sometimes. Well, I don't blame you there. I'm sure they feel the same way about me. It's funny. I'll say things to them, and you can, like, they just go like this. <laughs> they, they want to ring your neck. They want to fucking rage. Oh, it's okay. Um, okay, where was I? Okay, so the forest was named after a shepherd that disappeared in the area with a flock of 200 sheep. Okay, completely fucking disappeared. What? How? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, most people who live near the forest are afraid to enter it, again, due to the stories and legends that have been handed down from their descendants. Um, they believe that those who visit the site will never return home, and some who are, um, brave enough to actually go in there, like I said, have all these unusual sensations, including 
the uh, side effects of your medication. (laughs) (laughs) If you feel warm and fuzzy, it's not a good thing. It's definitely not a good thing. Get out. (coughs) Excuse me. So, yeah, that's the Hyobashi Forest. It's... I don't know. I'm torn. Like, I kind of want to go visit it. You're just insane, to though. See. Like, you want to fucking go visit all the stupid places well, that people vanish on. That's the thing. Is like, I want to see for myself how it makes me feel. No, you Personally. don't, Jessica. Yes, I do. You say that now, but you're going to get there and have a meltdown for, like, four weeks. Well, you're probably not wrong, but... Am I ever wrong? <laughs> it, I don't know. It's like, all these different haunted places, like, I just want to go. Like, I want to go and see... There is a haunted place here in Utah that I'm going to cover on the podcast that Ooh. we are going to go. Sweet. Um, I was showing it to Casey this morning because I was going to cover it this morning, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go first and take some pictures of us, like, there. Is this the place where you won't let me go? Why wouldn't I let you go? Because I'm pregnant. Uh, no, you can go. Okay. Okay, guys, so along with that, so she wouldn't let me go on a ghost hunt. Which I they still were haven't gone do. on yet. Yeah, she's still gone. But she doesn't want me to go because I'm pregnant, it's which is completely there, understandable. Right. Because, again, when you're pregnant, your sense of... Like, all the spiritual stuff is completely heightened. And you're so way more good sensitive. and bad. Uh-huh. Being that I'm already sensitive, probably wouldn't be a good idea. And the fact that I threatened to sit in the car and mm. just wait for them and then lock the doors as they come running out. Yeah. <laughs> just... She's like, as you're running towards me with fear in your eyes, I'm just going to lock the door. And I'm like, oh, and laugh. So you're not coming. Uh, so in this forest, they've actually detected EVPs in there. Um, some of them saying get out some of them saying help me some of them saying watch out what the fuck dude i know like it's fucking creepy so and they've said that uh with the uh what are they called the portals they've seen i don't know like i don't know if you've ever seen like on tv shows when a portal is actually opened mm-hmm. you almost have like a flash of light mm-hmm. so Along with the UFO experiences, they said that there have been flashes of light in the forest, and they have no idea where they fucking come from. But all of a sudden, there'll be a flash of light, and then all these shadow people just appear. Oh, that's comforting. Right, right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, so that's the Hyobashu Forest. Again, well, something I would really like to go visit. Oh, my God. But, yeah, fucking creepy. Oh, my God, I don't know what to do with you. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> so, get this. Two years ago, or not two years ago, um, Nicolas Cage was su- was film. Fucking a. Nicholas Cage was shooting a film um, in Cebu, which is right by the Hayabusa Forest, and he came specifically to see the mysterious forest. Um, they were attracted by the to- the long-told legends and connections with the forest, and some of the trees have grown crooked. And there's speculation that their shape was influenced by mysterious energies. So if you ever go out into the forest or where you've gone camping, um, you know how some trees are bent? Like, almost like you can sit on them. Uh-huh. Um, so a lot of those trees have been seen in the Hyobusha Forest, but when you're near them, they give you unexplainable fear. Just, I don't know, it's like something weird had bent the trees and made them grow that way, and they kind of grow really, really weird. I don't love it. Yeah. So Nicolas Cage had actually gone there to check out the forest and was kind of freaked out <laughs> by that shit. So, again, Who? 
Nicolas Cage. That crazy motherfucker. Yeah. So there are tours that are in that go into the Hayabusha Forest, like I said. And if you want to check it out, it's Hayabusha Project. Okay. So you can go check it out. Um, yeah. So you can go there and feel experiences for yourself. No, thank you. So I guess it's it's my turn to blast you guys with some shit. Um, I'm going to bounce back real quick to the um, Semicolon Foundation. So they're based here out of Utah, which is really cool. Very cool. Um, so basically they're a foundation that's set up to prevent and educate about teen suicide prevention and depression and different things like that. Um, so Instagram followers, if you could go give them a follow and support them, because obviously that's an amazing cause. Um, and their hashtag line is choose to semicolon. Now I don't know. I know about the semicolon. I don't know if you do, Jessica. Yeah, I know. Um, so a lot of people have the semicolon. Um, that have survived suicide or have thought about suicide and have not gone through with it. Um, which I think is cool. I think it's awesome that people, I mean, I don't know. Everybody has fucking moments in their life when they're like, do I really want to keep doing this? So it's relatable. Um, so yeah, check them out. It's a semicolon foundation. And I think, I think if we spoke to more teens and younger people about how to handle different things that they're going through that, um, we could prevent a lot of it. And I just, I fucking panic when shit like that goes on. Yeah. I just, I just do. It's, ugh. Well, because again, it's like a mental state. Like, unfortunately, it's just one of those things where. Well, that, and it's right now, when, unfortunately, there's this, people are like, yeah, like, I'm suicidal or I feel like this. It's like, oh, you'll be fine. Just, like, toughen up. Like, no, there's fucking something going on. So yeah. address the situation. And don't ignore it because ultimately at the end of the day, whether you understand what they're going through or not, if you, if someone's reached out to you and you don't try to help or acknowledge them and they do something, you're going to have to live with that guilt for your whole fucking life. Yeah. You're going to feel like the shittiest person. Right. Um, all right. So I'm going to bounce over to what I'm talking to you guys about today. So today I'm going to talk about, um, color palettes for different things. Now, what I mean by that is every zodiac sign or every sign in the star symbols or whatever have a power sign, have a power color. Right. Um, so wearing this color can, it basically, it'll help balance you out. It'll help give you strength or calm or whatever the situation is, but it's your power color. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Gemini's is yellow and silver. That's cool. Cancer's is white. Leo is yellow or gold. Virgo is gray. Libra is pale blue. Scorpio is black or red. Sagittarius is blue or purple. Capricorn is black or dark brown. Huh. Aquarius is blue. Um, Aries is red. Taurus is green. And I feel like I'm missing one. What's you got the Gemini, right? What's the fish? Pisces. Pisces. Pisces is like an aquamarine color. That's pretty. Um, What's cancer? I already said it. So that's kind of just like a quick breakdown. Um, so, and then, so I'm just going to 
do these really quick. So the fire signs, which are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, which happen. I'm a Sagittarius and my husband's an Aries. <laughs> um, so to relax yourself, like if you're wanting to paint your bedroom or if you guys are redecorate or anything like that, or if you're wanting to find like Zen or peace or whatever in a certain room, um, this is what you can do for that color palette. Like I know this is a little off. What kind of like... I'm really big into colors and crystals and oh, different sure. things like that. Sure. So, like, for me personally, like, looking through this shit helps me decorate and do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So, for Aries, if you're looking for, like, relaxation, it's, like, a sandy color. Mm. For romance, it's, like, a flame orange. Um, for socializing, it's, like, a yellow. For Sagittarius, for creativity, it's a vibrant violet color. Hmm. Um, for pro productivity, it's, like, a turquoise blue. For Taurus, which is a, so the earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. So for a Taurus, relaxation would be like a teak wood. Ooh, that's pretty. Um, and then for productivity, it would be like a sage green color. For Capricorn, uh, creativity is like an eggplant color. Okay, that makes sense. Romance is like a pumpkin orange. Okay. And the productivity is a bronze. Air symbols are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. So for Gemini, the relaxation is onyx. For romance, it's a violet color. Libra, for creativity, is teal. For romance, it's a pink. And the Aquarius, um, for socializing, it's mint green. For relaxation, it's gray, like a gunmetal gray. Mm -hmm. Then the water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So the cancer relaxation is silver, and the, the romance on that would be pearl white. Scorpio relaxation is midnight blue, um, and the productivity would be ebony. And then Pisces relaxation is lavender, and romance is like a ballet slipper pink. Oh, interesting. Um, so it, it's like, you know when people, when you see people wearing different colors, you're like, oh, you're glowing. Yeah. Well... Colors and stones and different things like that really do affect your energy and your aura. And well, yeah, of course they do. Everything like that. Um, so there's this one lady. I'm actually going to look her up and tell you guys to check her out. So it's called, like, Dressing Your Truth or something like that. Interesting. Hold on. Oh, you know, I have heard of that kind of thing. It's like where you, you dress for your color. Yeah, okay, so Dressing Your Truth is what it's called, and it's Discover Your Type of Beauty. Which, I don't really love the word beauty, but it's more like discover your type so that you can figure out what colors work best, best for you. For you. Yeah. Not even look best, but work best with your personality, right. with your energy, with your aura, and all that different kind of stuff. And that book is by Carol Tuttle. Or you can listen to her stuff on YouTube. Oh, I've heard of Carol Tuttle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's really good yeah. with color arranging. Mm -hmm. So, But she's really good with that kind of stuff. And you can also listen to her YouTube videos and kind of figure out... I think there's three different types. There's type one, two, and three, which kind of puts there's you in different. Types. Oh, well, it puts you in your color blocks, mm -hmm. and then you can kind of go from there. Yeah, because your color is based off your personality, or your personality is based off your color, vice versa. Right. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Um, but same with decorating, which is why I think you and I have like the color schemes and stuff we do in our house. And my bedroom's all like black and gray and silver, right. and um, mine is more bronzy and brown and woodsy. Right. Um. But yeah, but it, it's just, I wear a lot of black, mostly because um, black repels negative energy, and I do a lot of different energy work, so I wear a lot of black. Like, I think I'm wearing all black. I have a black <laughs> bathrobe, a black tank top, and black pants, black. And, and I have black, black hair. Right. 
Um, so I do a lot of black. Right. So I found pictures of uh, this forest of different things that they found, including a shadow person. Oh, fuck. Check that out. No. So we'll post some I don't, of these pictures. I don't want to see that again. Dude. Calm down. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. But look, that's one of the trees that I was talking about that grow really, really weird. That's crazy. But nothing grows around them. Hmm. I think I'm going to start dressing Casey in colors. You should find out. Like, go to Carol Tuttle's website and find out what color he is. Well, I already know, like, some of the colors that he's supposed to do. Like, I'm interested to find out what colors I should be wearing because I'm a f I just huge fan. Well, wearing-wise, like, I'm a huge fan. Like, my closet consists of greens, purples, and, like, turquoises. Hold on a second. And grays. <laughs> You're a Capricorn, right? Yes, Capricorn. So, Capricorns prefer earthy shades, like brown and, like, a khaki color. Mm -hmm. They don't wear red often. No, I don't wear red. Um... Yeah. So, do, 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 do. so okay. So I'll just do this for everybody because apparently Jessica's being needy. Um, <laughs> I'm not being needy. Right. So Aries deep red is a color that is associated with Aries, and it's like a passionate color. So they should wear um, golden yellow, red, um, and white. Okay. Okay. A Taurus should wear pink, black white it suits their temperament um Tauruses should always avoid wearing red because it affects them in a negative way sky blue and earthy colors are good for them too right um a gemini looks really good and will have good energy in the color green other colors that work best for them are black white pink and red okay a cancer can wear blue white and sea green i like sea green um those will help them with success a leo can wear orange and gold is what they suggest best for that. Which makes sense for Leo. Yeah. Virgo, pretty much all like the pastels. Mm-hmm. Um, Libra is blue. White. Any shade of blue or just pink. blues? I think just blue. Blue, white, and pink. Okay. Scorpio, um, purple, maroon, dark green, and black will help them. Okay. Sagittarians should wear red, yellow, and canary yeah fucking right um i hate yellow <laughs> at times though white soothes and relaxes the sagittarian and black um does not have a positive influence for us apparently which doesn't make sense for you all i wear well <laughs> i am you're a cusp i say i am a cusp and yeah. scorpios are supposed to wear black so that evens out um, for you i guess yeah you will literally never catch me in, in yellow right right I'm the same. Like, I have like, nothing yellow. Why the fuck? I don't know. For what? I don't like to be that cheery. <laughs> like, that's a very inviting, hi, come talk to me color. It is. Fuck right off. It is. It's like that thing where it's like, mm, you look like a bitch, but you're fucking talking to me, so obviously my vibe's not working. Like, right. So what about Capricorns? Like, is it just browns? Uh, Capricorns prefer earthy shades like brown and khaki. They don't wear red often. No. White complements them, and combination colors complement them of black okay. and white. Um... So, more neutral, I guess. I guess. Aquarius is violets. Um, Pisces is pale yellow. What is with all this yellow? I don't know, but I don't like it. Oh, fuck, dude. I won't. You won't. I won't. I won't do it! Well, I've just never been a fan of yellow anyways. 
Like, no. never have I been a fan of yellow. Mm-mm. Or pink, unless it's in camo. Yeah, or pink camo. <laughs> yeah. Right, pink camo, that's different. I have pink camo, because I have all my girls with gun stuff. Right, right, right. Well, and some of your girls with gun stuff is, like, black pink. And yeah, black. it's black and, like, hot pink. And I love that. Um... Yeah, I'll pretty much wear any color in camo. Yeah, pretty much. Seriously. Like, so. I love the the turquoise teal in camo mm-hmm. with Money Girl. Freaking love that. Yep. So. Anyways, Anyways, so. That was where we're at with that. Huh. Well, I can do another story I pulled up. No. It's going to be another episode. I don't know. It's just a short one. It's not big. It's not long enough for another episode. Fine, guys. I guess you're getting another fucking story. Yay, me. (laughs) Okay, so this story... and Okay, so I was listening to a podcast. um, It was called Sasquatch Chronicles. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. Here we go. I love that podcast. Shout out. Shout out to Wes, who who does it. Did you say shout out? Shout out. Well, I know, but you said it weird at first. Shout out. (laughs) Yeah, so... This this podcast is all about people's experiences with um, Bigfoot and Sasquatch, and mostly it's that, but it does have people who have experiences with other things such as skinwalkers and all this other stuff. <laughs> Shelby's look on her face mm. is great. We need to do an episode on skinwalkers. Like yes, we do. Of, I have the whole fucking thing done, and I spoke to a Native American about it, but like it's such a fucking wreck of... Dude, it's Shit, such a like, spiritual taboo. I will vomit. I will probably vomit. Okay, I have a story. No. I'm not going to say it on this podcast, this episode. Anyways. No. But I've, I've had my own experience with a skinwalker. And let me just tell you, it was fucking frightening. Well, I don't think they're supposed to be comforting. <sighs> no, they're not. That's for damn sure. Um, so, uh, back to the Sasquatching. So, it's been told, or not been told, but it's been... Um, theorized that Sasquatch is actually descendant from Nephilim and that like the Indians, Native Americans would call them the red giants. Um, I don't like that at all. Well, because so these giants were literally 15 feet tall, but they were also cannibals. And so the Native Americans and these red giants would um, take uh, people from each other's tribes and literally eat them. So there's a cave that's called the Lovelock Cave, and the Paiutes, um, which are indigenous to the parts of Nevada, um, have an oral tradition that they're told to early white settlers of these red-haired white giants, or barbarians, um, as their an- as ancestors referred to them. They called them the Sitaka. Um, so you can find all about this these Sitaka in a book called Life Among the Paiutes, Their Wrongs and Claims. Jesus. So these giants were told to be vicious and unfriendly and, like I said, cannibalistic. Um, Again, they had referred to them as tool eaters or um, in the Paiute language, it's tool eaters. I don't quite know what that means. It doesn't say on here what it is. Mm -mm. But um, they would attack the Paiutes all the time. And they used to grab, like, the women and children, drag them into their cave, and literally Ah. eat them. Yeah. Um, So, you know how... And this is just what I've read, so if I read wrong, I apologize. But these giants would have six fingers. And you know how, like, in shows and stuff like that, you have the Native Americans, they say how. But they pull up their hand. Yes. Like this. 
okay, well, the reason why they did that is was to, to show see that they... if you had six fingers. Oh, God. Because if you had six fingers, they would kill you because you are descendant from these uh, red-haired giants. Um, so that is the story behind how. And they don't actually say how. They say, uh, what was it? I can't remember. It doesn't say on this, but I can't remember what it actually, what they're actually saying, but it's not how. I'll have to look it up and tell you later. <laughs> but it's it's actually sounds like how it's like hajao or something but it's not that so anyways they would look at the the fingers and if you had six fingers they'd kill you um huh. so with this lovelock cave they the native americans had actually pushed these red-haired giants into this cave and set the cave on fire oh my god and so they say that some of these giants had actually escaped through underground tunnels Escaping. located within the cave. Yeah. But a lot of them tried to come out through the front and they just, they would kill them. Um, according to reports of this cave, um, they found 60 average height mummies that were unearthed. Oh my hell. In the caves. Um, they found duck decoys that are among the oldest in the world. Duck decoys? Duck decoys. Yeah. <laughs> And they found sandals that are measure over 15 inches long. Oh, my God. Yeah. So a donut-shaped stone with 365 notches carved along the outside and 52 corresponding notches on the inside was found. So that's your fucking calendar right there. Cool. Yeah. And they date back. They found um, vegetable material dating back to 2030 B.C. Okay. A human femur dating back to 1450 B.C and human muscle tissue dating back to 1420 BC. So this Lovelock cave is something that I would love to go and explore. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> because they have, um, they have all these different, like they even have like cave paintings on there. And there was one cave painting of a hand that was so large, the government had actually like uh, water brushed it off or like took it off. Why? Because they don't want people knowing that there's fucking people this huge. And oh there's people this huge still warming around. But um, there were reports of mummified remains of two of the red-haired giants. One female is six and a half feet tall. Oh, shit. The other male over eight feet tall. Mummified remains. And <laughs> could you imagine finding that? No. Like, that would be fucking scary. So, um, yeah, that's the Lovelock Cave in Nevada. Hmm. Huh. So I told you, it wasn't long enough to do a, a whole story on, but I just thought it was really interesting because I'm obsessed with Bigfoot. I can't help myself. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, I've had experiences. Uh, okay, guys, there's this forest in Utah no, called Fairview. No, no. Um, Fairview is absolutely gorgeous place to be. I don't know but it is. not at night. I will never go back camping there at night if I'm not in a camper. And even then, it's a little touch and go. Just because of the experiences that I've had there. Um, I, there's some shit going on there that you don't want to no, I roam around not, at night for. I wouldn't want to roam around during the day. Well, there was a battle that went, that happened in Fairview Forest, um, long, long time ago, but a lot of people say that they have, they see spirits, they see, they feel spirits, like, there's a lot of people that, there's a lot of Bigfoot reportings in the Fairview Forest. Nope. Like I said, I've had my own experiences with that. So, Bigfoot is one of the stories that I definitely want to go into on this podcast because, like, there's just so much. Like, there's so much 
more well, than what people realize. Maybe next episode I'll do the Roslyn Chapel and you can do Bigfoot. Okay. That <laughs> sounds good to me. Oh, man. But I have to go to the bathroom. Well, and pregnant pants is not comfortable. No. So I'm going to tell you guys to sage that shit, like and always. always turn off the dark.